Now the Maestro Yom is going back to his principle of Paragada Fabi here. And that is the balance. He's going to give more examples. I don't know why he brought the Salakha here. This is really the, exactly what he's talking about in the first parak, and that is the balance between the opposite extremes. He's going to give us a few more examples. I didn't see any of the Mufajim ask the question, but Lakhara, what he's spoken about in this parak is, like we said, the person who's the Khazakhili and has to work to fix a, a problem. The, the fact that there's a natural balance, which normal, normally a person should strive for, was the topic of regression. And this, this, exam, this last halakha here, halakha zayin, is really just more examples of the principle of balance. And it's in with the chiddush, and what you can learn from each case is what he, what he considers the balance of each two middles, but the, the rule is the same rule as before. So it says like this, A person shouldn't be somebody who's always looking to make fun, Looking to make jokes, Hitzel is a notion of making fun at the expense of other people. And at the same time, the person should always be sad and depressed. So, what's the balance between frivolity and depression? And is in the middle. And obviously, we have to see why that's the midpoint between these two extremes. Uh, looking to laugh, looking for lightheadedness, frivolity, it's miracle people to diverse. And therefore that's not, uh, it's not even though maybe the, the atmosphere is a good atmosphere, but it's not something, it's something which is going to uh, encourage Avera, so then it's not good. That's the one thing. And Chazal Metzavah, a person shouldn't be pirates, like be like so without, without boundaries. When it comes to laughing, when it comes to uh, making fun of things, and also you shouldn't be sad and always depressed. And in Makabal, it's called A person should rather always be with a, with a happy face, a pleasant face, but that, that's kilo neither extreme. And this is interesting, this isn't just a meta, but civil, which means there was a civil about this. Why do we see a civil on these days? More than just the regular balance of medas. That's the this point, but the tzivu that you shouldn't be poets for schleik. So we do find it like that. Also the adam you might have pips schleik for the mazeh, which means this was and now the mashmoros of the gemara is is as also various the chorban, and that's the mashmoros of what I'm talking about as well. Where we chazal mitzavah that a person shouldn't be also for mitzavah. It's also the gemara. The gemara says that the perushim after the chorban is to say we're not going to eat meat, we're not going to drink wine. And uh, the Chorban, because it can't be anything which is a sign of happiness, we're going to just be depressed. And the Gemara is a little in Rabbi Shah. He told them, you know, the, the motivation is good, but it's not the way you're meant to be. But Chazal Mitzavi to do, do, and more than that, you're not meant to be extreme, so to speak, in, in Avedis over the Chorban. And therefore, the first point he said of a person shouldn't be too frivolous or too depressed is Astamidus. And the second point, he says that there's a tzibu, there's an instruction that a person shouldn't have ex, ex, uh, like an unlimited laughter or overly sad, or both of the chorban. The one is it's also the lamalus pivs chok, that's what he meant, should be paris pivs And the other one is that a person shouldn't be excessively, excessively depressed. Uh, that's, those are both not right. But what's interesting is he says, what's the balance between them? So we cover everyone will save a point in the office. And the obvious question is, that seems to be a separate point. So it has nothing to do with 
how a person feels if they uh, if they have too much schoik, too, too much merriment, or too much sadness. It seems to be a way that a person greets other people. Why is that uh, meant to be the correct balance between a frivolity and depression? That's one thing we're going to talk about. Let's see one or two more of the examples he gives of the balance. The person shouldn't always be desperate to make more money and have these grandiose ideas of how much they want to make us lose nefesh rechava. At the same time, on the other hand, a person shouldn't be somebody who doesn't care about money, and therefore, why should I bother? I just mess around. I have so little interest in making money, I've got no motivation to work. Both of those extremes are wrong. Uh, so what's the midpoint? A person is an ayin taiva, he spends a little bit of his time working, and spends the rest of his time in terror. That's why it's a Baal Ayin Teva, which means what he has is happy with. Again, why is it the midpoint between a person who wants a lot and a person who's lazy and doesn't care? It is explained as well. And the third example he gives, not a person looks for arguments, shouldn't be jealous, not a person Okay, so he doesn't give a midpoint, he just says that these are all bad. And it's interesting, the bulk tot doesn't fall into that list, because of what I brought him. That's goes back to the rule we saw before. The Kladavar is that a person should always look to go in the middle of Ananis. All your, all your ways should be balanced, should be measured. And that brings a person to uh, to that point of, so to speak, uh, equality with his mirrors, that he isn't being pulled in either direction. Okay, so the, the principle, like I said at the beginning, is a principle we've learned before. Um, why, but let's explain the examples. What does he call the midpoint? Why is the midpoint between, why is the midpoint between sadness and frivolity you look at some seven point in the office. Which we have to point out, he said before, is what he called Simcha. And the first, when the first time he spoke about it, is the person shouldn't be a Baal not Atzeb or Anen, Ere Sameach. So, what, what, how do we define the Simcha that the Ramah wants a person to have? That, that, that's the even point, that's the, so to speak, the midpoint, the balancing point between the two extremes. So, the Pashtas of what the Mephoshim explained, the Baramusi explained, the mid of Simcha, how is it meant to express itself? In other words, the Simcha, which is the Simcha person is meant to always feel. Uh, we have a quote we want to use about the Maida of being the Simcha in Avaris Hashem. Uh, so, what is Simcha meant to look like? Is it meant to be like a uh, special, like, over, like a wave of exhalation? No. That's a, that, that's maybe a mile in certain times when there's an extra connection to something which gives simcha. But the steady simcha, which you say a person needs in order to tax the shalabad, or a person who is a simcha, or whatever it's going to be, so that level of simcha is that there's a, a certain satisfaction with what a person is doing. A person has, is, is, is living their life with a certain feeling of 
I'm happy with what I'm doing. I'm happy with my life choices. I'm doing what I'm now meant to be doing. And I'm 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 content. Um, with 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 uh, what I'm doing with my life, as opposed to a person who feels I'm wasting my life. Uh, that's wrong. And also, and that's also wrong in the other direction, is a person who feels so empty in his life that I'm looking for things to brighten it up. I'm looking for things to, so to speak, give me a feeling, a false feeling of simcha, because otherwise I found life too depressing, too dreary. That both of those are, are wrong. And that's the difference what he calls the schoik, which is wrong, and uh, what's schoik. Uh, uh, the mashmos of schoik is like the Pasuk says in Kahedis, Kashoik Kaksidin. The Shoik is referred to as the laughter of fools. Dahainu. It's something which I'm looking to make me happy. Uh, when, uh, let's say, I'm, if, for sure, if a person who doesn't have a general sense of happiness in what they're doing, uh, then, then I'm looking for things to make me happy. And so I look to humor, I look to other things, whatever it's going to be, that's what we call Shoik. And uh, that, that's, that's not a matter. The person isn't looking for ways, so to speak, to make, to feel that kind of happiness which comes from trying to engineer feelings of, of laughter or, or whatever it is. Happiness a person is meant to feel is the happiness of that I'm doing what I want to do and I feel I'm successful, I feel I'm achieving, I feel I'm doing what Hashem wants me to do. That's a, that's a, a steady happiness. That's a, that's a, something which is in the Simcha. That constant Simcha, which, so to speak, in, involves the persons of Eretz Hashem. So to look to replace that with things which are going to make me laugh, which things are going to, uh, in, so to speak, make a person feel happy, isn't good. Same thing, to be depressed and to be upset when I'm not doing and feel that I'm, I'm, I'm wasting my life and therefore uh, get get uh, the, into a, into a state of atzvus of being miserable about that is also not right. And that's why he says the balance between the two is simcha. Now, on the second point, when he said that's why Chazal Mitzavah, what after the Khurban. So a person shouldn't try and drown the sorrow of the fact of being goddess in a false simcha. To to as a way to so to speak drown out the the tzar of the korban. A person also shouldn't live their life just feeling depressed and feeling that now there's a korban we're just we're going to do with ourselves. We're just going to be miserable. We're just going to uh, wait, so to speak, endlessly with nothing to do. No, both of those extremes are wrong. It's wrong to try and drown out the tzar with a false simcha, with a f- false uh, happiness. It's also wrong just to get so depressed and be stopping productive. And that's what Chazal told him. That you, you, the fact that you're upset about the Khurban is to an extreme which isn't good because it's going to bring to a stage where you don't do anything. That's not what Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want us to be so misable on Yerushalayim that we spend every day like Tisha We don't learn anything like we don't learn on Tisha What's meant to be is that a person within the Gdorm, what Hashem wants, we be misable on Yerushalayim. And without that Gdorm, then we're meant to be achieving. We're meant to be thinking about what we can do and how we're doing it. And we're happy that we're doing it. And we feel we feel privileged to be doing what we can do in our relationship. And that should be the steady feeling of simchat there is. Yeah. Sure.
Then it's a famous person remains attached to the past. But it's a but in if it's going to prevent him doing anything now, then it's not healthy. So yes, it's a malcolm to, to be misabil, but not that it interferes with that a person's in a state of awareness always. Okay, so let me talk about that of Simcha. When he comes back to the second time and he says the person sh- the balance is the person should make up a call him seven point in the office. Uh, what's the Kiddush? The idea of seven point in the office is uh, that when I see somebody else, I can greet him happily, not with a severe expression, not with a whatever, it's, uh, like in a way which shows sadness. So, why would that be the midpoint? And uh, the the side, and that is that uh, to recover somebody else is that. Uh, basically, Ron Gudinski used to say, who was actually in the Kavna Ghetto and got killed in the Kavna Ghetto, and that is that, that, that he brought a man of Chazal, that uh, a person on the one hand can be have tired in his heart, but proving to himself in the office means I can still mask it in order to greet somebody else with a pleasant expression. And that's what I'm saying, that's the midpoint, that the same idea, that a person on the one hand, if he's overcome with evil, with disappointment, with sadness, so then that's bad. The fact that a person can, on the one hand, has that aspect of of being sad, and there is a concept of Avedis in Yerushalayim, but it shouldn't be something which overtakes a person. And what's the balance point? The fact that I still can control it. I'm not overcome with grief. Um, so I can feel it, and I'm aware of it, but at the same time, I can put it in, I can put it into its compartment, and still act differently. And uh, the, the dogma for that is, if when I meet somebody else, I can I can overcome that feeling uh, in order to show it in my face a sign of a happiness. And just as an example, they said this is a time when Yaakov in last week's parish. When Yaakov greeted Pari, so Pari was immediately struck by how ancient Yaakov looked. And which meant that, that Yaakov's suffering was so deeply etched onto his features that it was noticeable even in in, a, in Paris Palace, but that wasn't the time necessary to express sadness, but uh, it was something which was too visible. Uh, we're talking here that if a person can, we're talking that can one feel a vedus, and other can overcome that to still show a seven for the office. It means I'm it's, I'm not overcome by vedus. I still have the balance that I can I can overcome it where appropriate. I heard from Ravel this according to Bracha. Who was his son-in-law? He said that his father-in-law spent years working in that middle of being able to grieve himself in the office, and he said he heard angels from survivors of the Kavna Ghetto that even though it was over two years that his father-in-law was in the ghetto before he got killed, right? He said everybody only saw with a smile. He said that was, as much as people were terrified and didn't know what's going to be in the future and in suffering, uh, he said the Reverend worked in that middle that even then he could still. Maintain the seven for the office even in such circumstances. Okay, so that's the that's the that's the balance of 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 tar. And the other point he said, and that is that the get the balance between a bal nefesh rechava and an otzel is a person who's ma'at pa esek or esek bater. Why is that a midpoint? So the answer is like this. This. Uh, the, on the one hand, the tchun of the person is they very much want money, but at the same time, they're willing to work very hard. That's a good and a bad point. 
on the other extreme, we have the Atzal Batal Melacha, which is, I couldn't be bothered with money. On the other hand, I couldn't be bothered to do anything. So that's again a good point and a bad point. Those are both extremes in either direction. What would the balance be? The fact that I don't care about the money and I'm willing to work hard. And that's what he said a person is ma'at asik for asik That becomes a balance between those two things. In other words, I don't consider money that important that that's what's going to inspire me to work. But on the other hand, I'm not lazy that I'm not inspired to work. I'll work on things that are important to me. And that's the balance between the two extremes. That uh, I'm motivated. I'm not motivated by money. Just to give you an example of this, there's a famous story, I don't remember which God it was, that um, he was learning in his one night at the table, and he very much wanted uh, them to uh, take tobacco to sniff. So he had very, a very strong thing, oh, I, really want to, I, need to, I need to clear my head, I really need some tobacco. But he was sitting at the table learning, and tobacco was in the other room. So he thought to himself, I don't tobacco. I thought, yeah, that's a little tired that I'm sitting here with a Gemara. I'm going to get up and go and find the back and come back. It's wasting my time. So he thought about it. He said, actually, I'm just being an asli. The reason I'm not going up is not because I'm such a big master. It's because I'm too lazy to go to the next room. So he thought about it. So what should he do? It's a famous story. So he learned as he got up, went to the next room and came back again. So I don't care. Because that's the, that takes away both problems. Uh, I, I didn't get the tobacco because uh, I didn't want to overcome the feeling that I have to have it. On the other hand, I don't want to be lazy, so I'll get up and walk and come back. So I, I did the action without uh, without uh, trying to get something from it. And the same idea over here. On, uh, that, yes, on the one hand, the person who's driven by hopes of becoming wealthy, whatever it is, the Balnev Shrikhava, but that pushes him to do something. On the other hand, if he, without that, then the person does nothing. And therefore, the, the balance between the two, to utilize it properly, is not to be too interested in becoming a millionaire. But at the same time, it doesn't change the motivation. I mean, in our, our, instead, I'll direct it to Torah, that becomes the balance between those two things.